Warning. The following video will contain strong language, including the N-word. Not in a racist way, but in a urban African-American slang kind of way. If any of that offends you, I suggest you leave now. P.S. It's always another day, another dollar we don't spend on these women. Hit all the tales that I tell so well I met this girl, her name was Trish In the bedroom she could do some tricks I won't lie, yeah she was thick She kissed my eight balls so I gave her my bull stick I met another girl, her name was Summer She only wanted me for my cucumber When she gave brain, it made me dumber She said she wanted wood so I gave her lumber I met this Asian girl, her name was Tao She called me over just to get a good plow She then said, I need marriage now I said, peace out, bitch, cause I'm big town It's your homie, the one and only Freaky Jersey Tales You see the video title No need to waste more time, let's get it Years ago, I used to be on dating apps and I would find women to tap and scrap. Back then, my favorite go-to apps were Tinder, Plenty of Fish, and my yearbook, which is now called Meet Me. On Tinder, I would usually get about three to seven matches a day. And on Plenty of Fish, I would usually get two to 15 messages from random women every day. And on my yearbook, I got messages at random. Sometimes I wouldn't get any messages on my yearbook for a few days. So one day I got a message on Plenty of Fish and there was this attractive woman that hit me up. Her first message to me was, aren't you on Tinder too? I said, yeah, I am. She said, oh, cause I seen you on there before. When I looked at her profile, she had her location in Atlanta. I told her that it sucks that she lives so far. She said that she was in New Jersey right now over her auntie's house. I told her that we should link up and do something. She told me that she's about to be on her way back to Atlanta right now. So maybe next time she visits her auntie, we could chill. She gave me her number and we would text and talk every once in a while. And in the meantime, I was still messing around with other women, having my fun. About three, four months later, she hits me up out of the blue and says she's coming to Jersey and staying with her auntie for a couple of weeks. So we plan to meet a day to meet. So we ended up meeting at Olive Garden. She had somebody drop her off. And when she walked through the door, I instantly went, bang. Man, she had a pretty face, slim waist, and a nice big booty. She looked a lot like Megan Good in the face. She looked like Megan Good in her prime. I'm not talking about the Megan Good now. The 2019 Megan Good chopped her hair off. Looked like she went to the barbershop and said, give me the feminist haircut deluxe. But this Atlanta chick, Looked like the Megan Good with the long hair. 
Anyways, we had a great meal, laughed the whole entire time. After that night, she said she had so much fun that she wants to hang out with me every day. So I started picking her up from her aunt's house and we would go to random parks and just sit and talk for hours. By the third day of me hanging out with her, we started going in the back seat to make some beats and oh, skeet, skeet. Then afterwards, she said to me, you're lucky cuz I don't usually do this. I usually make the guy wait a year before I do this. Inside my head, I said to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the same line many times from women. After I dropped her off, she called me late at night and said that her aunt and uncle want to meet me. Man, I did not want to meet her aunt and uncle. And I was honest with her and I told her I don't want to meet them. She said that they just want to meet me one time and then after that they'll be good. She said that her uncle is a pastor and he has a church here in Jersey. She said if I met them at church, it would be better because her aunt and uncle won't be able to ask me a million questions. The blue pill simp that I was, I agreed because I felt if I didn't do this, the backseat fun we had would stop. I know some of you guys don't believe in God. It's cool. Me personally, yes, I believe in God. I do pray, but I can't stand church. Ever since I was a little boy, I couldn't stand church. It was always so long and so boring to me. I didn't tell her that I hate church though. So as we're in church, I met her aunt and uncle. They were very nice and polite. Then when the church service started, her uncle was creeping me out because he was on stage. He was staring at me a lot while he was preaching. He was on stage staring at me saying, People always make excuses for not coming to church. <laughs> you need to come to church to hear the preaching of the Lord. <laughs> you need to participate in corporate worship. <laughs> if you stopped attending church because people hurt you, <laughs> didn't measure up to your expectations, <laughs> or are hypocritical, uh, know that the enemy has you right where he wants you. <laughs> Satan's tactic is to divide and conquer. <laughs> If he could pull you from the flock, you are vulnerable to his deception and attacks. Oh, my anointing Jesus. Satan will use your lack of love for God's people to quench your love for God. You need to come to the church to encourage your pastor. You need to come to church to find godly mentors. You need to come to church because God said to. Ha! Man, oh man, I was sitting there thinking in my head, how the heck did he know I don't go to church? So after church was over, she told me her aunt and uncle want me over for church dinner. And I lied and told her that I can't because I have to go to work. So the next day, I told her I was going to pick her up so we could do a backseat pump. And then she calls me on the phone and says, Y'all never goddamn take me shopping like 
What's good with you? You don't, you don't ever goddamn take me to the movie. You don't ever goddamn spend no wax on me. You don't ever goddamn call me your shawty. I ain't even let her finish. I just hung up the phone because I already seen where this was going. I would have blocked her. But back then they didn't have the call block option available yet on Android phones. So she called me a couple times and left a couple text messages that I didn't read. Every time she sent a long text, I would just delete it. I wouldn't even read it. After a few days, she finally left me alone. Now fast forward a month later, I'm at work and I'm getting phone calls from her. I deleted her number, but I knew it was her because I remember she had a 404 number. Immediately, I was annoyed because I don't want anything to do with her anymore. And she's calling me back to back to back to back to back. After I got off work, I got more phone calls from her. When she called me for the 47th time, I answered the phone and I said, what do you want? Say, man, who this? Huh? You called me, who are you? Hey, listen, partner. Listen loud and clear. Hey, man. I saw the goddamn text. I saw the goddamn picture. Man, you was fucking my bitch. I know what you look like. When I see it, it's on sight, boy. So I just hung up the phone. I had no idea Miss ATL had a boyfriend. She told me that she was single and hadn't had a boyfriend in over a year. Once I hung up the phone, he kept calling me back from her number, but I didn't answer. If y'all take a look at the screen, then he sends a text message and says, why you hang up? Talk to me like a man. I responded and said, you were screaming at me like a child. That's not how men talk. So he responded and said, LOL, whatever, nigga. Then he said, I'm about to hit your line so we could talk like men. He calls me up again. So I say, hello. Hey, say, man, how long you be fucking my bitch? I told him that I met her on Plenty of Fish and she, and she messaged me first and yada, yada, yada. As I'm explaining everything to him, he cuts me off and says, hey, partner, we been together for three years, man. Bro, I'ma ask you something and keep that shit one hunt. Did you know she had a man? I said, nah, man. She told me that she had been single for about a year now. Then he said, you lying ass nigga, man, pull up. Where the fuck you at, fuck nigga? I said, for one, I'm not pulling up. I live in Jersey. For two, I'm not gonna fight you over no female. For three, your beef shouldn't be with me. Your beef should be with her for cheating on you and not telling me she has a boyfriend. And for four, if you touch me, I will defend myself. Man, we finna goddamn throw them hands today, fuck nigga. I'm from Zone 6 Atlanta, nigga. I'll beat your motherfucking ass. You old fake ass, dog ass, fuck nigga. You the old nigga. You the goddamn old. Oh, my mama, I'm finna beat your ass, boy. Saw that lame ass bitch, nigga. I swear to God, fuck, nigga. You ain't about that life, bud. I with the shits, nigga. I said, I don't care if you from zone 100. You ain't about the shits. Nigga, you still constipated. 
You got me fucked up. Zone C Pyro, nigga. Fuck you talking about? I'm finna come down, beat your fuck ass, fuck nigga. Even 12 can't save your ass, fuck nigga. Turn up. After that, I just hung up. I called my service provider to try to block the number, but back then they gave me a stupid runaround and tried to get me to pay extra money to block somebody. At the time, I didn't have much money to play around with since I was working a part-time job, working a day or two a week, but he finally left me alone. Now fast forward three weeks later, this guy is now harassing me again by calling me and texting me from her number and I'm still not responding. Then one day when I was off work, he sent me a picture and I didn't look at it right away. Three hours later, I looked at the picture. He showed me his middle finger with a caption saying, I'm here, pull up. Then when I looked in the background, my heart dropped and I said, oh shit. He took a picture in front of my job. I was nervous and pissed at the same time, and I couldn't believe she told him where I worked at. And I can't believe he traveled 14, 15 hours to come to New Jersey. At this point, I don't know what to do. I was so nervous, but so pissed at the same time. And I didn't want to go to the police. And if you look at the screen, then he writes, I'm in your hood. Drop your location before I find out where you stay. I responded, you want it, you got it. I sent an address to a random McDonald's and then I put the time to meet up. I know it was a dumb thing to do, but I was tired of the disrespect and I felt like I was being bullied. I pulled up. He was already right there waiting for me. This dude kind of looked like a 6'4", 6'5", skinny Chief Keith, and he had on a white tee with dusty faded True Religion jeans on and and one sneakers. When I seen how long his arms were inside my head, I said, fuck. But it's no backing down now, it's fight time. I parked my car way across the lot and put my keys under my car. As I'm walking up to him, I took off my shirt, threw it to the side, and there was no talking, we just squared up. He immediately started throwing haymakers, and I dodged most of them using head movement and footwork. The ones that did land just grazed me. I hit his face with sharp, quick jabs to keep him from rushing in, and the jabs popped his head back. He started grunting and getting angry because I was boxing rather than brawling. He kept saying, Hey, stop running, get bucked, nigga. I didn't fight his fight. I was making him fight my fight. He was confused with my feints and foot movement. Now that I see he was tiring a little, I started coming forward but still being cautious because of his long arms. I faked the right jab and came over with a left hook. It looked like he was about to fall back, but he leaned back, went under me, headbutted me on the chin, grabbed my right leg, flipped me over his shoulder. I was about to fall to the ground face first, so I stuck my hands out to break my fall. Then when my hands hit the concrete, I felt my pinky finger snap. When I tried to get up, 
he pushed me back down. Then he tried to get on top of me so he could punch me when my back was on the ground. So I quickly grabbed his dreads as hard as I could, wrapped my arm around the back of his neck, and had him in a headlock so he couldn't get up. Now black people are coming out of McDonald's with their cameras yelling, WORLD STAR! Then some white people were saying, Hey, hey, break it up, break it up now! I'm calling the Gloucester County Police! So at this point, my right arm has him in a headlock to keep his head down, and my left hand is pulling his dreads. He was saying, Let me get up and box, man! I said, oh, nah, you took me to the ground, so we gonna stay on the ground, you little bitch. He's using his right arm to try and hit me in the face and hit my balls. I said, oh, we fighting dirty now. Two can play that game. Now there's two men patting me on the back saying, let him go, dude, that's enough. I let go of his dreads and stuck my fingers into his eyeballs, and he was like, ah, ah. I said, you ain't gonna call me no more and you ain't gonna threaten me anymore. You got that little bitch? Apologize and we could be done. He didn't say anything, so I stuck my fingers deeper in his eyes and he was like, aight, aight, you got it, man, you got it. So I let him go and the two men grabbed us to separate us and I noticed I ripped two dreads out of his head and blood was coming out of his eye. It looked like a bloody tear. I was slightly limping back to my car and one random white dude wearing short shorts and flip-flops jumped in front of me and said, hut, hut, you ain't going nowhere, bud. We're gonna wait until the police get here. I didn't pay any mind to him. So I walked past him. Then he grabs and squeezes my arm and said, I said you ain't going nowhere until the police get here, bud. So I turned around, put my leg behind his and I pushed him and he fell to the ground. He was like, sir, that's assault, sir. That's assault. I'm pressing charges. Then a woman runs over and says, hey, that's my husband. I said, fuck your husband. I hurried up to my car, grabbed my keys. I left my shirt on the ground and took off fast out the parking lot. They tried to jump in front of my car to prevent me from leaving the lot but I swerved around them. I looked in my car mirror and I seen them taking a picture of my license plate. I went home to take some meds because my leg was messed up. My pinky was so swollen I couldn't move it. I had cuts on my hands and legs and I had one mean headache. And I was just laying in my bed waiting to see if the cops were gonna come knocking on my door. To sum it all up, the cops never came and Mr. Zone 6 Paru never contacted me ever again after that. He traveled 14, 15 hours just to get his ass whooped. And it was very stupid on my end to go fight that man because I could have got beat up, I could have got knocked out, I could have got stabbed, I could have got shot or killed. So if you guys get in some sort of confrontation in the future, try your best to walk away because anything can happen. But if you have to defend yourself on the spot, then do so. I know this was another long video, so if you made it through the whole thing, write your comment. And after you write your comment, put hashtag zone six 
so I can see how many of y'all really watched the whole thing. I have so many stories on the way, so stay tuned. Peace.